Are your surroundings helping or hindering your weight loss journey? Today, we dive into how detoxing your environment from social media to your closet can be a game changer in your wellness journey. Welcome to Weight Loss Made Simple. I'm Dr. Stacy Heinberger, a physician and advanced certified weight loss coach. If you're on a mission to not only lose weight, but also transform your health and wellness, you've landed in the perfect spot. Forget about restrictive, trendy diets. We're cutting through the noise and zeroing in on two fundamental pillars that will empower you to achieve lasting weight loss. So if you're ready to transform your life, let's dive in. Welcome to today's episode. Today, I want to talk about how we might need to clean up our environment a little bit and how this will help us in our weight loss journey. I think this is important because it's something we don't think about very often. Sometimes in the news, we talk about the effects of social media. It's usually talking about teenagers or preteens, but it has an effect on us as well. If we are constantly looking at Instagram feeds and reels of perfect looking people, perfect looking figures, what we think is perfect anyway, what society has told us is perfect. If we look at that all day long, every day, week in, week out, we are constantly giving ourselves the message that what we are is wrong. And that's just not okay. If all of our magazines are weight loss, exercise, all of our cookbooks, weight loss, you see where I'm going here. It's a constant barrage of information telling us that how we are right now is wrong, that we are not okay, and that we need to do all these things to be right. I think this can absolutely trigger some diet trauma that we've talked about. I know for a fact it triggers negative self-talk. And negative self-talk, let me help you visualize it like this. If you are standing in a boxing ring and every mean thing you say to yourself is a punch in the face and all day long, you are looking at things telling you you're wrong, which makes you think mean things about yourself, you're punching yourself in the face all day long. Now, do you think our cavewoman brain likes that? Do you think she likes being punched in the face all day long? She likes to lay up in her cave, eating snacks and taking a nap. She's going to make you eat food. The urges you will feel, the food chatter will be so high by the time you get home, and all it is is a desperate attempt by your cavewoman brain to get you to stop punching yourself in the face. So you can see why I think it's important to clean up our environment. If you've ever just rearranged furniture in a room, you know how nice that can feel. Imagine ditching all this crap that makes you feel bad about yourself. Imagine what a different day it would be. So where do we start? I'm going to get into the closet in a minute, but I want to talk about really social media, our cookbooks, and our magazines. I think this is an amazing place to start. It's end of the year. We need to start making room for our new life in 2024 anyway. So social media might be harder, but I think the cookbooks and the magazines should be easy. Go through them. Anything talking about diet, exercise, weight loss, this trick, that trick, unless it's something you feel very compelled to keep, I encourage you to get rid of it. 
put it on a book swap, put it on the buy nothing group. Maybe somebody would love that as a holiday present. What a nice thing you could do to give that all to someone else, get it out of your house. Your social media feed. I have very mixed feelings about cultivating an echo chamber in our social media feed. So this is different than people say something we don't agree with and we unfollow them. That I have mixed feelings about. But if it is a feed that does not give you any joy, that does not make you feel good about yourself, that is not teaching you something, that is not expanding you or helping you evolve as a person, why don't we just silence them for a month? I would love for you to unfollow them. But if that feels too stressful, maybe we just silence them for a month or so. Let's just stop looking at it. I mean, if you feel so compelled to take an entire break from social media, I'm a fan. I'm with you. Maybe just give yourself a week off social media. Give yourself a week off. See how that feels. When we follow people in social media that promote unrealistic body standards, we are going to feel bad about our body because the messaging is their body is correct and our body is wrong. And I just don't see how that's good for us. There's no upside there. I don't believe in, oh, I'll strive for that. It will give me motivation. I don't think that's true. Negative influence does not spur us to do what we need to do to lose weight. We have to lose weight from loving ourselves and self-care and being mindful. Mindfulness and self-care, two things that I teach. Beating yourself into submission, tough love, does not work. I'm telling you, it does not work. So following people that make us feel bad about ourselves in this very backwards idea that that will motivate us is incorrect. I've run that model with my clients dozens and dozens of times. Our thoughts generate our feelings and our feelings motivate our actions. And negative feelings about ourselves are never going to motivate us to do the actions we need to do to be a healthier, happier person. It just doesn't work that way. Okay. We've talked about detoxing our social media. I could probably go on and on about that for much longer, so we'll move on. Let's talk about our kitchen space a little bit. What if we really minimized what was in there, what was out? What if it was a really calming place when we walked in? Do you think that would make it easier to make a nice meal for yourself? I know that when my kitchen is cluttered, which happens often with children and husbands, When my kitchen is cluttered, I don't really want to take the time to make a nice meal. I do find those are the times that I'm thinking what's a grab and go that we can have. If my kitchen table, we can't sit at it because it's so full of junk, we're not going to sit down and have a nice meal. The kids are going to be on the tray tables in front of the TV or my husband and I are going to eat while we're standing up. All things I totally disagree with and are not good long term. So those are just two small examples of if your kitchen table has space for you to sit and eat, how much nicer is mealtime? How much more mindful can you be about your meal? If your kitchen is clean and there's space to cook, how much more mindful can you be about cooking a real meal? And there's tons of ways you can do this online. I actually, my friend Becky is a coach and she does organizing, boss lady. So I'm going to make sure her information's in the show notes for you. 
she does very simple, one space at a time, cleanup recommendations to help organize. So let's do our kitchen. How much nicer would that be for us? All right, now I wanted to get into our closet and our beauty routine in the morning. I want you to imagine this scenario. We get out of the shower. We slap some lotion on, maybe. We go into our closet. We have not cultivated our closet, so probably have clothes of varying sizes. If we have been on diets and weight loss has been a priority for us, there's probably all different size clothes. I know when I gained weight, I certainly wasn't buying nice clothes. Tell me if this thought sounds familiar. I don't want to spend a lot of money on my clothes until I'm the size that I want to be. So I'll just get this cheap thing because it fits. With no care in the world, if it looks nice, feels nice, just, ugh, it fits. No bulges show. I'll just wear it. So let's say we go into the closet that has not been cultivated. We try on 10 different outfits. Maybe some are too small, some are too big, some fit, but they just don't look that great. How good do you think you're feeling about yourself by the time you get dressed and stand in front of the mirror? How much time do you think you're going to spend on your hair and makeup when you've just made yourself feel like shit in your closet? Probably not a lot, it's going to be my guess. So instead of walking into the world and starting your day feeling positive, having taken time on yourself, we've already punched ourselves in the face, I don't know, 20 times before we even start the day. We're already feeling down about ourselves before we even start the day. And that is not a way that we want to start our day. So imagine we've been saying nice things to ourselves. We've been practicing our affirmations. We get out of the shower. We lovingly put some lotion on. We go to our closet that has been cultivated. Maybe there's not a lot in there, but what's in there fits and it looks nice and we like it. So we easily put on an outfit that looks nice. We feel good in, go to the mirror. We haven't said one mean thing to ourselves yet. We spend time doing our hair and makeup, feeling pretty good, feeling pretty cute. And we go start our day. It's a very different experience we're going to have for the entire rest of the day after that first 30 minutes. Detoxing your environment, detoxing your closet. These things make a difference. They make a difference in how you start your day and how you go through the day, the messaging you get. And if you are like most people and you're on social media at the end of the day, it makes a difference in how you end your day. This is self-care at its finest. We lose weight being nice to ourselves. We do not lose weight by being mean to ourselves. It does not work. So if you beat yourself up all morning because nothing fits, you slap some makeup on, throw your hair up wet, not feeling cute when you walk out, Spend the whole day with all of your messaging telling you that you're not good enough. Come home. Your house is not detoxed. You don't feel like making dinner in your cluttered kitchen. You can't even sit down to have a meal on your cluttered table. Then you get on social media for another hour or two of it telling you that you're wrong and bad. That day just sucks. That day does not give us thoughts and feelings that are gonna keep us motivated to do nice things for ourselves, like make a food plan, eat only till we've had enough. We're not gonna be able to do those things if we have been beating ourselves up all day long. This is the perfect time of year to do this. Start with just one thing, 
Go to your closet tomorrow morning, find one thing that doesn't fit or that you don't like and give it away. Find one cookbook, give it away. Unfollow one person on social media. Clean off one part of your kitchen table. This will make a difference. You will feel better and feeling better is what we want. This is self-care. Self-care is one of the two keys to losing weight. Now, I've got a quick reminder before we wrap it up. If you're fed up with all these complex diets that demand counting every calorie, buying a whole new pantry of food, and don't take into account the fact that you're busy and tight on time, if that's you, I invite you to check out my small group coaching program. We're starting this January, but right now what I'm doing is an early bird enrollment just until December 31st with all kinds of fun bonuses. So if you want to start the new year with a weight loss plan that is not only simple, but will fit your hectic schedule, then let's just chat. My contact info is in the show notes. I know that we can make a weight loss plan that is simple and effective together. Until next time, bye. Thank you for listening. Remember, weight loss can be simple if you focus on mindfulness and self-care. If you're ready to jumpstart your weight loss journey, visit me at www.sugarfreemd.com forward slash two pound. That's the number two and the word pound. Schedule a free two pound plan call. We'll work together to create a personalized plan for you to lose two pounds in one week. Until then, see you in the next episode.